You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome in. This is Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Joe Gaither and Aiden Dollins in for you this morning. In for Wimp and Barry Sanderson. Barry's out on assignment doing a little Christmas vacation with his family. We want to encourage him to do that. And, and when, uh, Coach, we wanted to give him a little extra day off as well just so he can enjoy some time uh, with Samantha, with, with the dog, with Annette, and, uh, and all that stuff. Hope you, you and yours are enjoying your holiday, your pre-holiday week. Uh, we're really looking forward to uh, Christmas right around here on Tide 100.9. Wanted to just kind of chime in and remind you we will be off. Uh, we, we'll be, we won't be live tomorrow or on Monday. We'll be back with you on Tuesday. The coaches, Coach Wimpen and Barry. Oh, Oh my gosh, <laughs> Coach Wimp and Barry are going to be back with us on Tuesday. Uh, our man Pat uh, is actually at the door. We love Pat, the listener. He, he's uh, at the door bringing in more cookies. Uh, if you want to bring some cookies, we are on Skyland Boulevard, 142 Skyland Boulevard. And, <laughs> and Pat hooked us up with a lot of co- uh, some cookies last, uh, early in the week, and I think he's back for another delivery. We want to thank Pat for that. Uh, before we get into the program today and get things rolling, we want to tell you that the first hour, really, all of, the, all of Inside the Locker Room is sponsored by by Yellowwood. You can visit yellowwood.com for all your building needs. They've got products, outdoor living, DIY products. Everything's right there on the website at yellowwood.com. If it don't have that yellow tag on it, remember, you don't want it. We want to thank Jimmy Rain and his company for sponsoring Inside the Locker. And we're going to hopefully have a fun show today. Uh, I'll be with you from 7 to 9. And then, of course, I'll be on Cup of Joe from 11 to noon. Uh, Gary Harris will be in for his, norm, for his normal show. And I'm sure he's going to have uh, a, lot of, a lot of big action. I'm sure he's going to hear from Kayla Anderson uh, on the Titans report with uh, the big news with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, but we're going to talk recruiting in this first little bit. We're going to talk uh, recap Alabama signing day from yesterday. Uh, Alabama really completing a, a historic signing class yesterday and, and we'll, we'll talk about it with you guys you're welcome to jump in on the yellowwood hotline at 205-342-9904 if you want to have a uh, discussion about recruiting i want to talk about Dabo sweeney today i want to talk uh, kind of about some of his comments uh, that he made uh yesterday in the recruiting game we'll talk about the titans and ryan Tannehill. We'll, we'll talk about all kinds of other things as well alabama basketball still on a little bit of a uh, christmas break we're heading into conference play next week so we got a lot to get into today we're also going to listen to coach Nick Saban's press conference uh, at uh, 7:30, probably at the normal time where we have where we have guests. We'll, we will hear Coach Saban's press conference from yesterday, where he recapped the signing day. Uh, he recapped the signing day. Alabama completing a class that it saw 27 letters of intent signed. 27 guys signed in the class, which obviously is a big class. But you know, uh, you, you know what's going on with, with with recruiting in the transfer portal. Alabama had 14 guys in the transfer portal, and the NCAA put the waiver in that you can sign. 
sign as many guys as you want as long as you stay under the 85 scholarship limit. Uh, so so we can, we're going to talk about the the, the uh, talk about the side the recruiting class. And what I want to know is who's your favorite recruit in the class, or who's who's the guy that you're most excited to see in a crimson uniform. Now, obviously, everybody can go with your five stars. Alabama pulling in six five stars yesterday. You can pull. You can go the lowest fruit on the tree if you want to and be super lame and say Keon Healy is my favorite recruit in the class because he's the top edge rusher, uh, t- top edge rusher, number 10 overall recruit. Or you can be super cheesy and say Caleb Downs because all you've heard is Minka Fitzpatrick comparisons. And trust me, super excited about Keon Keeley, Caleb Downs, Caden Proctor, James Smith, Quay Russo, and Justice Haynes, all the five stars. Big-time running back, big-time defensive lineman, very pumped. You can go with those guys if you want to, but, uh, but come on, that's, that's a lame answer, Aiden. If you go with the five stars, I think that you are not a creative person. Uh, but, but there's 27 guys here to get excited about, and each of them is going to bring something to the class. Now, really, all we know is high school tape, and all we know is um, how these young men performed while they were in the environment um, of adolescence, while they were in the environment of high school teachers and uh, and, and uh, family members and parents or single parents or you know just kind of in their in their youth environments. We know how these guys have performed. Now they perform very well, and we're excited about them. What's going to happen? Uh, well, several of them have already enrolled, and several of them are already playing uh, for for the Tide in, in a little early practice or uh, in a little bowl practice and those guys are getting a leg up. They're getting a little transition leg up. Uh, but the biggest thing for, for all these, these 27 guys is they're about to hit a huge life transition. It's not, it's one thing to go from playing high school football at, uh, you know, at, at, you know, Carver, Carver Montgomery down at, down in, in, uh, in Montgomery and then coming to play for the Crimson Tide and being a college student and being on your own and not having mom and daddy to hold your hand. Now, granted, these a lot of these players will have, uh, will have, Helpers, or we'll, we'll, we'll have academic advisors. We'll have a lot. Of, well, they'll have a lot of assistance. They absolutely are going to have a lot of assistance. But it's different. They- they all get assigned a girl from the College of Communications to follow them around. <laughs> sort it's of. like having your cheerleader in high school. Yeah, sort of. And, and I mean, it's helpful. It is helpful, but it's not mommy and daddy saying, "Are you up on time for class? No, it's did you a cute study? Did you? Are, are you a ready? More motivation. Are you ready? No, it's not. It's less motivation. It's more distraction. It's it's another it's another layer of oh crap adulthood. Uh, oh crap personal responsibility. Oh, I have to uh, make good decisions around these young young ladies. I have to uh, be motivated to go to class. I have to you know I, I struggle I'll be honest Aiden I struggled my first year I worked for the football team it was great I, I was at I, I was uh, at the facility from like one to eight every day one to nine every day but like I didn't go to class because at once eight or nine o'clock happened I wanted to party and hang out with my friends and they were all done with their homework and that led to Joe oversleeping the next day and not going to class and then rolling into work and so hello I failed the, uh, the 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 transition at 18 years old and now these guys are gonna have a lot more help but like it's a huge it's a huge life change we don't know if this class that's ranked number one overall it, it really set it it looks like it set a record for uh, for highest rated recruiting class of all time passing last year's Texas A&M class and passing the 2020 class from Alabama. Yeah, great class. It looks awesome on paper. But do we know what any of these guys are actually going to be? No, we don't. We, we got to see what they're going to do once they get on campus. You can only really evaluate a recruiting class about three years later. And, and here we are up two years after the 2020 class. You want to look at that 2020 class that everybody was so excited about? <laughs> Aiden, oh my God. I mean, obviously, Bryce Young, great. Woohoo! 
Bryce Young and Will Anderson up at the top of the class. No, no, not, nothing bad there. But you get into this class and you see Drew Sanders. You see, let's see, Jackson Bratton is gone. You see Javon Baker is gone. You see Trayshawn Holden is gone. You see Javion Cohen is gone. You see Damian George is gone. You see Kyle Edwards is gone. Like most, uh, half of this class, half of this class is transferred out. And, and, and this class was supposed to be incredible. Uh, oh, that was the, uh, okay. And last year was 21. Uh, da, 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 da. So your, your, your class from last year already, Brockermeyer already out. Like two, two seasons ago, Brockermeyer already out. Ajayi Hall already out. Uh, you got keep on rolling through. Kirsten Leary out. You got uh, Kadarius Calloway out. Uh, da, 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 da. Kane Williams, I think is still here. Oh, goodness gracious. So, like, you don't know what these classes, Kyrie Jackson gone. You don't know what these classes are going to do. You have no, we have no idea. Um, I'll just go ahead and start the conversation and say my most excited, uh, the, the, the player that I'm most excited for, the recruit that I'm most excited for, is actually Juco wide receiver Malik Benson. I think Malik Benson, um, he is the number one rated Juco, Juco receiver. Uh, I think Malik Benson is going to give you a lot of what you were missing without Jamison Williams. He set the junior college record for yards per reception with like 28 and a half yards per reception his freshman year. Uh, he's got like 100 catches for right over 2,000 yards and 21 touchdowns uh, in two seasons with Hutchinson Community College. Four-star receiver, but he's supposed to be blazing fast. Um, I'm, I, 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 th- I think this guy is going to sh- show up on campus and be an immediate impact for whoever's playing quarterback. Whoever it is, whether it be Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Eli Holstein, Dylan Lonergan, or transfer quarterback X, Y, or Z. So I think Malik Benson is going to be that recruit where everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad we got him. Um, and, and honestly, I think he's only going to be here one year. I think he's going to be here one year. He's going to play his what that would be his junior year out of junior college. Um, he's going to play his third year of college, and then he's going to bounce on into the NFL. It, I mean, that, that's just kind of my guess. That, 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 that's my uh, high expectations. I think Malik Benson is going to be a superstar for one season here with the Crimson Tide. You keep going through this list, and, and, and the, the next one, I think the, both the Jucos are probably the two big diamonds. Justin Jefferson, inside linebacker from Pearl River Community College, four-star linebacker, uh, allegedly runs like a four, a, a four, a four, three forty. So you've got a lot of speed out of these Juco guys and experience out of these Juco guys. I'm those are probably my two favorite, my two favorite prospects in this class. You keep on rolling, like you keep scrolling through this class. It's just so, mm, so it's just so cream of the crop it's really the best you, you only have one three star in the class so like when i say oh don't pick the the don't pick the low-hanging fruit it's literally a class full of low-hanging fruit i'm really pumped for yanzi pierre edge rusher out of ufala i think that uh he's gonna come in he's gonna be a, a little bit of a develop, developmental piece you probably won't see him for a year or two um but i think that he could turn into be a, a special edge rusher. Uh, and fun fact, uh, cousins with Courtney Upshaw, uh, former Alabama edge rusher, defensive end type uh, type player. So uh, we'll see what happens with, with, with the recruiting class. Uh, we got to let these guys get on campus. Let these guys develop. Uh, obviously, it's okay to celebrate. 
we, 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 we hang the recruiting banner, but doesn't translate into automatic national championships. Doesn't translate into automatic SEC championships. We got to let these guys come on campus. We got to let these guys uh, assimilate to college life. We got to let these guys transition into adulthood. And, and, and that's a big transition. Not everybody handles it well. I handled it poorly. Maybe you handled it well. Uh, maybe you think about your own life and you handled it some parts poorly, some parts well. Uh, but, but these guys all have a big transition ahead of them, and we wish them nothing but the best. We uh, welcome them to Tuscaloosa. Everyone to jump on Tie 109. They're welcome to. I know Ryan Fowler had Caden Proctor on yesterday. If you want to hear that, you can listen to it on the SoundCloud machine from from yesterday. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, all the places you can get the podcast. I know if you were listening live yesterday on the app, a lot of people had a lot of trouble with that. We apologize. Our corporate team ran an update uh, that did not seem to work very. Uh, did not seem to to work correctly. So they are working on that. If it's if you're still having issues, please let us know uh, because I do want to know if you're still having issues because we want all our listeners to be experiencing Tide 109 at full capacity. Uh, so please let us know if you're still having issues with our app, and we will let the corporate team know that their fix did not fix, and we'll keep the morning rolling. We're gonna go ahead and take our break. Bryce, I see you on the hotline. We'll get you on the other side. I got lines available on the Yellowwood hotline at 205-342-9904. We want to thank First and Main Condos for sponsoring uh, Inside the Locker Room. Go visit them at firstandmaincondos.com. Get yourself a tour. You can see, you can live right downtown Tus- uh, right downtown Northport today. They're beautiful. I see them every time I cross the bridge. They are beautiful. Let them know that Inside the Locker Room sent you, and we'll be back with more, with more right here on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck reported on 2059 westbound at exit 79. That's University Boulevard. Lane blockage and delays in the area. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you do see conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they got to go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. That extreme cold is still headed our way. A wind chill warning in effect from tonight through Saturday morning for counties near and north of Interstate 20. Extremely cold air and windy conditions will result in wind chills as low as 10 below zero. A wind chill advisory in effect for areas south of I-20 where wind chills could be as low as 5 below zero. A hard freeze warning in effect for all of west and central Alabama tonight through Sunday morning. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris coming up Thursday on the Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. We'll recap National Signing Day. Bama reels in a number one ranked class, plus we'll visit with Jeff Spiegel and more. That's all coming up on Thursday's edition of the Gary Harris Show, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. If you need ATV service or repair, TNT Marine and Power Sports does repair and service on all makes and models of ATVs, motorcycles, and side-by-sides. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy today, the chance of some light rain by late afternoon in the high 58. Windy and much colder tonight, the chance of a few snow flurries, the low at 12. The wind chill index going below zero after midnight. Tomorrow, cold and windy, the high 24. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. People say I'm no good and crazy as a loon. Cause I get stoned in the Get drunk in the afternoon Kinda like my old blue tick hound I like to lay around in the shade And I ain't got no money But I damn sure got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing. nothing Welcome back in Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9 I'm not asking anybody for nothing but Because we just got 27 great recruits What else can you want, Nick Saban? Sugar Bowl victory, nobody to, nobody to transfer out. Maybe those two things. I can't give you those two things. I, I can't guarantee you those two things. Uh, maybe we can ask we, we can ask Santa Claus as Christmas is coming up, and I hope you guys are getting out there, uh, getting getting done with your Christmas shopping. Aiden, you close to being done with your Christmas shopping? Well, Joe, when you have no money, Christmas shopping is really easy. You just don't buy anything. Yes, yes, it is. You send everybody thoughts and prayers and hugs. Um, I agree with you. I think that you should at least have a list of one. A list of of one, the significant other, not yeah. the daughter, the, the significant other who bo- who bore the child. Yeah, all right, I, sh- I should go get her something. Yeah, yeah, I was planning on giving her like a nice shoulder rub and vacuuming the house. I would encourage that- you. I would encourage you to go about three steps further. All right, I can do that. Maybe not, maybe not ten steps further, but like no, like three, three, three. Probably, probably more than two. Doesn't quite need to be four. Right, 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 right. You want to show your appreciation. You want to, you, you, you want the mother of your child to have something to open on Christmas Day. And I do have to, like seven spare dollars, so like I get her a candy bar. Yeah, she that, loves almond joy. Hey, we can we can wrap up an almond joy right from Tide One Hundred Nine. Two significant other, we we appreciate we appreciate you. There we go. All right, all right. So I uh, go ahead and get that almond joy. You got what three days left to get it, uh, and we hope everybody's safe and and uh, enjoying their time with their family on the Christmas holiday. We want to say we want to let you know that first hour is brought to you by Yellow Wood. If you uh, if you want to get into building on the spring season, go visit yellowwood.com today. You want to build a backyard, outdoor patio, deck, fencing, whatever you need. Yellowwood.com is the place to get it. Let's head out to the Yellowwood hotline and find my friend. Bryce to find out who is his favorite recruit in the class. Hey, well, probably that linebacker that uh, he's got a different name. He's, he's from, I think, East Alabama. Is it East Alabama? Them? That's uh, Yonze Pierre out of Ufala you're talking about. You follow? Is he from Ufala? Is that where he's from? yes. Ufala. Yeah. Yeah, Ufala. You say Ufala. That's how you say it. Uh, yes. So. Didn't I say that? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, the well, Yankee I, didn't say okay. it that way. Oh, okay. What, how anyway, did you say uh, it? I missed the... the, the, the you, you falla. No, you falla. Yeah, Fall. You, you falla really? is, is the way I've always heard it. I could be wrong. No, no. Anyway, you're, you're, you're right, Bryce. You're dead on. Hey, to, hey, anyway, tell Aiden he's wrong. Did, uh, did, did uh, Peter Wood sound with Clemson? 
I think he did. Let me double check. I think he did because I do want to talk about Clemson today, uh, especially after Dabo Sweeney's comments yesterday. Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He signed with uh, – they got uh, Peter Wood. Their top two recruits right out of the state of Alabama, of Peter Woods and Christopher Fazina, both signed uh, their LOIs yesterday. What did uh, Dabo – I missed that. What did Dabo – mouth off about well bryce you might think this is funny or you might lo- love this uh they're asking uh dabbo sweeney let me i don't want to misquote him dabbo sweeney nil nil um what did he say yep okay um he basically said we believe in nil uh but we built this program on god's name image and likeness Honestly, for me, we've built this program on NIL, said Sweeney in a video shared on Twitter. Oh, you can find this. It's on Twitter, Zach Reagan of ATOZ Sports in Nashville. Aiden, if you want to look this up. Uh, and he'll be able to play it for you, Bryce. Uh, so he says, honestly, for me, we built this program on NIL. It's probably different than what you are thinking about, though. We built this program on God's name, image, and likeness. That's how I look at it. And, uh, hey, look. Christian, love God, love Jesus. Big. I want everybody to jump in and join and join the team, Bryce. I I do. But come on, that's not that's 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 that's, that's ridiculous to say uh, from a football coach. Well, uh, Dabo is just trying to cast his straw to get people to 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 talk about him. You make him irrelevant again. Exactly. And, and that's his, where he's at. His strategy landed him the 13th overall class yesterday, which is a fine class, but in a, a championship-winning class. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I look for uh, I look for Auburn to really start phoning up money in the transfer pool. What did you they think gonna, about? They're going to buy him some players. What did you think about? Uh, what did you think about Hugh Freeze basically coming out and asking for for all the Auburn fans to to join the collective and help him throw in some money? Doesn't doesn't he have a big enough boner? A uh, big enough donor? And and, and Tim well, Cook. He's and, just trying to get all he can because he he knows if he don't if he if he don't win in a few he'll be back home sitting on the couch. Well, yeah, Dabo's a long way from sitting on the couch, I'll tell you that. I ain't talking about Dabo, I'm talking about Freeze. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, hopefully, I think they're kind of going to, they're locked into him for at least two years, so. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, they're going to they're gonna hit this transfer portal hard and buy all they can. They this should they are, and they sad. should, they should. Bryce, who cares what they buy? It's legal, good. Let them buy. Who, who, who yeah. let, let me break some news to you, Bryce. We bought. We, 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 we bought this class. It's not out, not out and out, but like there was money involved in this class with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Breaking news. NIL. We used it. Well, I'm sure we did. But anyway. Uh, so <laughs> it's not, There's uh, nothing wrong with it. However you get them in, you get them in. <laughs> so, so let's say this class, these guys come in, they can transfer a is, is, how, how how soon can they transfer? They can transfer in, in in well yeah they got they, 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 they can hit the transfer portal during spring camp. They got to enroll. Uh, they they got to enroll. Uh, the ones who are enrolled can pro, can hit the portal after camp if they wanted to. Uh, but really? uh, what's the uh, the the lineman who went to uh, Dane Shore? Dane Shore enrolled early last year. You remember Dane Shore enrolled early last year. Did a little right. bit of spring practice. Then had uh then had some mental health issues and went went to a facility and, in, and entered a transfer portal and decided to go to UConn. Never played here. Never never went to fall camp here. So yeah, if they enroll early, they, so can, they can do it that quick. They don't. After they go to camp, they can. 
If they enroll early, you can. You got to enroll. You got to wow. be in school. Well, what about uh, Brock, uh, Tommy Brockmeyer's other brother? Hey, he's uh, still allegedly, he's staying. The, uh, the 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 scuttlebutt that I hear, Bryce, is that he's far along in his in his degree, and he's doing very very well in his in his degree. And I think it's an advanced. Uh, I think it's. I, I I don't think it's general education. Uh, I think he's in some sort of a, a business slash finance slash kind of financial. I, I think he's taking a, a a harder degree than normal, and uh, I think he's locked into it. So JoJo Earl and uh, and Tommy went to TCU. TCU, which is home for them. Yeah, TCU's benefit. Okay. Yeah, good for them. That's what the portal's for. Let everybody go find yeah. it. If Tommy was not happy here, why stay? Why, we don't want. Yeah. We don't, we don't want and, him to stay. And if Peter Woods don't want to be here, we don't need him. Exactly, Bryce. So there's nothing for us to cry about. We all you give him a pat on the back and say, "Have fun, have a good day." Yeah. So, so if if Auburn offered some of these guys that we signed money right after camp, they they could go. If they, I mean, there's a huge risk, Bryce. You can't just. It's a huge risk. Are you going? Do you trust the guys at Auburn by offering you money? Do you think they're actually going to come through with it? Are you going to go in the portal? You you, you go into the portal like. Like tampering is happening all the time. Alabama tampered with with, with players on rosters this year. I'm sorry, it, it, they did. But but on the same thing, players people uh, people tampered with players on our rosters. It's just the it's just the climate in college football right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, bro, I got you know, my lines are back. Right, well, my lines are backed up, buddy. I hope you have a great day. Enjoy hey, your when holiday. is uh, when T- is Wimp gonna be back? Tuesday. You didn't hear me say it. Him and him and Barry both. You, you you only call in. You're one of those people. You just call in. You don't listen. Oh, so you're gonna be there? To, uh, well, I'll call in, but I'm just wondering when Barry's gonna be because on, on Tuesday. I on Tuesday. I That's what I said in the first. Barry. I said it in the first segment, and I'm saying it again right now, three times to you. Tuesday. I thought you said Tuesday. There well, you, you have a safe and happy we Christmas. We love you, Bryce. I guess you're going to Chattanooga. I don't know yet. We'll find out. Thanks so much, Bryce. Hope you have a great day. That's Bryce on the hotline having a good day. Joe in Tuscaloosa. Who's your favorite recruit in the class? Joe is gone. That's all right. We miss you. Joe might call back. Randy in Fultondale. Who's your favorite favorite recruit in the class? Uh, This one. Yeah. Who's your favorite prospect in this class? That's what I meant. That's kind of what I meant. Uh, Downs. There you go. What what, what about Downs makes you you so excited? Uh, We need help on defense. Um, but I got a, I got a question for you guys. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a big Alabama fan, but I'm also surprised that Will Anderson is winning all these awards, first team All American. I thought he had a quiet season. I, I thought his best games were against Vanderbilt and Louisiana Monroe, and in the games we lost, he sort of disappeared. I want you got your opinion about that. Well, he's still uh, he's still. Led the nation, I believe, in pressures. I think I'm trying to pull this up. I, I think he had over 50 pressures. And, yes, I think it was obviously a down season. Uh, Randy, if you looked at uh, – we, we had a young man on uh, Ryan's show last week talked about schemes and how Alabama played Will Anderson really in a different style this year than they did last year. And that was due to, uh, in his opinion, the lack of depth on the defensive line. And they bump bumping Will Anderson inside to play that kind of uh, th- th- three, four, uh, five eye, three eye, kind of right off the right off the uh, in between the guard and tackle. I think I, I think the nation is just respecting Will Anderson for his talent for, with these awards. I think they're respecting his talent and probably respecting 
a three year collective of how of how dominant he's been as a defensive player. Okay, I can agree with that. Sort of a lifetime achievement type thing. But what do you think about my point against Tennessee LSU? If you go back to Georgia last year, he was invisible. He, he was absolutely invisible against Tennessee. Um, they operated him. Uh, it, it goes back to the scheme. They had him spying at Hendon oh. Hooker the whole time. They had him dropping, dropping out, and, 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 and spying Hendon Hooker. And instead of rushing, um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think the scheme was a little bit questionable this year. I think that, I, and I think it goes back to not having a, a, enough quality depth on the defensive line. You had you, you had to use Will Anderson in different ways. I and, and, okay. I, I just think he was so talented that he covered up a lot of his, uh, covered up a lot of holes on the defense, and because he was covering up a lot of holes, he wasn't able to dominate at his uh, at his normal level. So you're saying it was more the scheme than it was Will Anderson not being productive. Well, in the Tennessee game, he he kept he kept muddy, muddle rushing and then dropping kind of a little bit and waiting to see what Hendon Hooker would do. Um, so so yeah, I do think it was kind of he he was doing what he was asked to do. I, I just kind of think that because he was asked to do different things, I think he was asked to do a little more dirty work this year. Um, it, because maybe the lack of talent on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think he okay. made up for a lot of a lot of holes. Well, that's a fair point. I'm just a casual fan, and it's just something I thought. Oh, I'd Randy, I'm casual as well, man. We don't 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 cut yourself short. You're welcome to jump in any any time. <laughs> okay, hey, I love the recruiting class. I think we're going to be good next year. I think that is the actual genius of Nick Saban is his recruiting. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the lifeblood of the program. That started when you got yeah. here in uh, really in 07 uh, with that 08 class, and, and it's continued for 15 years. And as long as he, as long that, that's the thing. You heard this year, Dynasty's dead, it's over, Nick Saban lost his touch. As long as he's bringing in classes like this, the Dynasty will not die. Y'all can talk about maybe not winning a national championship, but this program's going to be operating on an elite level as long as he's here and recruiting. I agree with that. You don't out-coach recruiting. And as long as he's there do it, recruiting at a high level, we're going to be in good shape, I think. I think so, too. Randy, man, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening today. Yeah. Okay, I enjoy the program. Thank you so much. That's Randy in Fultondale. I don't think we've heard from him on Inside the Locker Room. We appreciate that. Uh, Wimp and Barry, we'll hopefully hear from you next week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our break right here. When we come back, let's listen to the GOAT. Nick Saban talked to, talk to the media yesterday about this recruiting class. He's going to highlight some of these guys who, uh, who have come in early. He's going to highlight some of the things that he likes about this class. He talked about character and about kind of quality of guys and just kind of getting to know guys. He talked about the way that recruiting was a little different this year with, with, with COVID-19 not being not being a factor he was able to get back out on the road and get into get into recruits homes i think that helped with the evaluation process i think it helped with the relationship process of the recruiting side of things so we'll hear from nick saban on the other side he's going to give you a breakdown of the recruiting class he's going to give you small snippets a bowl practice and get you ready for the sugar bowl we'll do all that and more on the other side this is inside the locker room and you're listening to tide 100.9 this is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. 27 class of 2023 prospects officially signed with the Crimson Tide on Wednesday. Former Alabama quarterback Paul Tyson is transferring to Clemson. The Alabama men's basketball team beat Jackson State 84-64 to secure its 10th win on the season. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We got a wreck reported on 2059 westbound at exit 79. That's University Boulevard. Lane blockage and delays in the area. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you do see conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Thursday edition of The Game, we're going to talk with Tom Lemming. We'll talk to Brad Powers, John Garcia. We're going to recap Alabama's number one signing class with plenty of Nick Saban audio on our final edition of The Game prior to Christmas, all starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Have you been naughty or nice this year? Cash don't care. At Jackson Hewitt, you could still get up to $4,500 for the holidays. Some bucks now, more bucks in January. The chance of a few snow flurries, the low at 12. The wind chill index going below zero after midnight. Tomorrow, cold and windy, the high 24. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Cried all night when you told me that I'd lost you. Welcome again to Inside the Locker Room. Big thanks to Wimpenberry Sanderson giving us a little time today. Hope they're enjoying their Christmas vacation. Big thanks to Yellowwood and Two Men in a Truck for sponsoring the program. You can find Two Men in a Truck at 1330 Martin Road East over in Northport. They'll help you with your boxes, packing supplies, anything you need to make a smooth move. I know it's a winter time that you don't want to move. You don't want to be moving your stuff in the cold. You don't want to be moving your stuff in the rain. Get the guys at Two Men in a Truck to, to hook you up. Call them at uh, 205-247-5050. That's Two Men in a Truck. It's movers who care. And we're going to turn our attention to uh, to somebody who else who cares. Uh, Nick Saban cares about you and the Alabama Crimson Tide program. So much so, he put in a lot of work in the recruiting uh, recruiting front this year, bringing in a historic recruiting class, 27 overall signees yesterday, number one overall class, still working on maybe one or two others, outliers, maybe, uh, unlikely in my opinion, but we'll, maybe one more uh, coming into the class. Let's listen to Nick Saban yesterday. He's over in the Naylor Stone, Naylor Stone Media Room at the Malmore Athletic Complex over there on campus, on Bryant Drive. Uh, so this is Nick Saban yesterday talking about the recruiting class, talking about Sugar Bowl practice, and a little bit more. You know, first, I'd just like to comment on uh, what a good job I think our players have done uh, with practice so far. Um, you know, we go going seven days in a row after tomorrow. Uh, then players will get three days off for Christmas. But the attitude has been good. The intensity has been good. Obviously, this has been a real opportunity for some of the iron guys to get a lot of reps uh, with some of the defections that we've had. And um, I think it's really, really good. Uh, I, I like you know, the attitude of the team. And, you know, I'm encouraged by, you know, what we've been able to accomplish and what we've been able to do. You know, obviously, you know, today was signing day and we're obviously very pleased with the class we were able to attract. Um, got a good, you know, bunch of players. But I think what I like about this group the most is, 
seemed like they have really good character. Um, we still sort of, you know, try to get guys to buy into developing, creating value for their future based on, you know, getting an education, being a good person, uh, being the best football player they could be. Uh, so, you know, I feel like, you know, the kind of guys that we were able to attract are, you know, the, the right kind of guys. And, um, you know, we're excited about the class. I think the, the, the coaching staff did a fantastic job. Uh, this is a long-term process. Uh, guys really worked hard at this, um, not only in the evaluation process, but also in the recruiting process. And, you know, the university community uh, really helps us in a lot of ways, helps us have very positive official visits uh, from Dr. Bell to Greg Byrne to the university community, uh, the professors who help us in recruiting to, you know, our entire recruiting staff and everybody involved in our organization. So relationships are really important uh, to have a lot of good people in the organization that are, you know, going to be in position to help guys, you know, sort of develop a responsibility for their own self-determination by being accountable personally, academically, and athletically, and having the right kind of folks to do that, I think is something that really helps us in, in um, you know, recruiting. So, you know, I'd like to also reiterate that uh, I think this is the last time I'll get to talk to you before, you know, the Christmas holidays. Wish everybody a happy holiday out there. I'd also like to encourage, you know, folks to, you know, support our team in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, this team has worked hard. I know we lost a couple games by, on the last play of the game, but uh, I think these guys have worked hard all year, and uh, positive energy is always important to, you know, continuing to have a successful program. So we'd appreciate your support when it comes to, you know, our team being in New Orleans. Uh, on the signing class, did you find that NIL had about the same impact on this recruiting cycle as it did the last recruiting cycle, or is NIL just something that ever evolves and is always changing its stripes? Um, you know, we're not allowed to be involved in NLI, at least from my perspective. And, um, you know, I do think that uh, it did have an impact on recruiting uh, with some players. And I, I don't know how you make comments about things that really is kind of a crazy, you know, a little bit of a crazy situation right now, and there's not a really a sensible response to it. So I don't know how to really respond to it other than the fact that, you know, we do a great job of trying to sell what, what we can do to create value for players and what they can create for themselves here because our players have done a, a really good job of creating value for themselves and name, image, and likeness by what they do after they get here. With, with some of the changes we've seen in college football, particularly the COVID rules that you've had to deal with the last few years, what was it like being in homes as much as you liked and how, how did that, if, if at all, impact the evaluation process? Well, I think really what it helps is it really helps relationships. You know, you get to know the parents better, you get to know the families better, you get to know people better. Um, one of the things that always strikes me, and this is one thing that you couldn't do during COVID, so I guess one day that class will come up, but Every time I take pictures with the guys that graduate, when they walk up to me and I shake hands with them and congratulate them, the first thing that comes to my mind is their home visit. You know, when I was in their home, whether we had fried chicken I, or wh whatever the situation was, I, that's the first thing I remember. And, uh, and that's because you develop relationships with the family and the parents. Uh, you're in their home. 
their hospitality is really, really appreciated. Uh, we've got some great parents, and obviously we want to have great relationships with them. So um, I think it has a huge impact for me in terms of getting to know them, and I think it has uh, a, a good impact on them in terms of they get to evaluate and get to know us a little better. Michael, you, you, two quarterbacks in this class. Can you tell you tell us what uh, each one of them brings to the program? Well, we're obviously happy with both guys. Uh, they've both been in successful programs. Uh, we know a lot about them. Uh, they're great people. I think they have really good potential. Uh, I think with this day and age, you you really you know want to make sure when you know basically guys can leave your team whenever they want that you have enough guys at each position. And um, that they're, they're, they want to be the kind of guys that want to develop, you know, at that position. So, uh, and I think both of these guys are very much committed to that. So, I mean, I don't, other than that, they're the kind of guys that we want. And I think they fit the profile of what we need at the position. Uh, and a guy like Caleb Downs, he, I know there's a lot to like about his game, but what stands out the most to you about him as a player? Well, first of all, you know, he's a great person. A uh, really smart football player. Uh, football means a lot to him. And um, the guy's a great competitor. Loves to compete. Their team won the state championship. He was all into that. You know, could have gone anywhere he wanted to go and wanted to stay with the team that he played with the whole time. And uh, they won the state championship in Georgia, which is, you know, a significant accomplishment. And I just think he's the right kind of person. He's got leadership qualities that, you know, are hard to come by. And the guy's really got a lot of talent physically to be able to develop into something special and we're really looking forward to working with them. Charles Kelly was involved with a lot of the players in this class. Just what did you see from him during his time here and overall what have you seen from this staff this time of year when they're being pulled in different directions between recruiting and the bowl game and, and maybe jobs elsewhere? Well I, I think our entire staff did a you know really really good job. I really appreciate Dion uh, and Charles Kelly both uh, in terms of you know trying to finish the right way. I went through that experience when I left the Cleveland Browns to go to Michigan State as a head coach and we had four or five, six games left and I felt I owed it to the players, uh, to Coach Belichick and the Cleveland Browns organization to do the best job I could and stay focused on that and you know Charles has done a really good job of that but uh, I, I was really encouraged by the energy, the enthusiasm, the relationships that the entire staff was able to um, sort of develop with this recruiting class. And I think that's important in the future because I think having good relationships is one of the things that uh, will be critical in terms of how you manage a roster in the future. And I think when you have good relationships, when guys come in, that's something you can build on. I know it takes a lot to build a um, elite program year in and year out. Where does the recruiting process from, you know, first scouting a player to when they eventually commit, what do you enjoy most about that process? Um, I, I probably, I mean, I like it all. Um, I watch every player that we, we recruit. I make a, an, an evaluation. Uh, we come to an evaluation and agreement as a staff. Um, and then I love the relationship building process. I love when guys visit here and you get to visit with them and develop relationships with them, see what's important to them in recruiting. And also 
the recruiting process when you go out on the road, meet their high school coaches and their families and when their families come here and visit. So um, there's nothing about the recruiting process that I don't really enjoy. I enjoy it all. Back on the left. Talked about Caleb and, and what he brings character-wise and as a, as a player, but the the other defensive backs you brought in in this class, did you feel like you met needs there? Well, yeah, I, I think so. Um, we, we there's four DBs there. You know, a couple guys I think will try at corner. Uh, I think all the guys are capable of playing safety or star. I think corner is one of the most difficult positions to find, uh, and that's still something that we're we're going to continue to look for. Come back over here with Charlie. Any more follow-ups? In the last ten days or so, you guys were able to add some elite guys up front with Keeley, and, and now today with Smith and Russo. Just what do you like about those guys and the defensive front as a whole? Where do you think you kind of added them with that group? Well, I think one of the things that was a real focus for us is to improve uh, up front and. I think we recruited some guys that can cer certainly help us do that. You know, I don't like to single out players, create expectations for them or anything like that. I think the media does a really good job of that. That's something that, you know, we really try to get the guys not to so sort of focus on the expectations, but actually focus on what they have to do to, you know, create value for their future and develop as players. And that's what we're going to focus on with these guys. But I do think those guys um, that we were able to recruit, and you mentioned a few of them there, are certainly going to be guys that can help us in the front seven in the very near future. Okay, unless we have another follow-up, we're going to show Mason. Of course, some of the 23 classes are already helping with early enrollees and such. But when players come to campus for the first time, what are some of the things you want to instill in them program-wise first, where it's on the football field or off the football field? Well, I, I think the most important thing, you know, here with these guys at this time, because there is no school, you know, the thing that we want to focus on in January is, hey, how, how can we help you transition as a person? How can we help you transition academically? And how we, can we tr help you transition and develop as a football player? Well, right now, we're just having bowl practice. And these guys are all here. We have 10 guys that are here practicing with us. And I think the one thing that we're trying to get them to understand is what can they learn systematically? But number two, just get the feeling of what it's like and how to go through practice and what we do in practice. So because there is no school, uh, there aren't very many people here. They'll develop some relationships with players on the team, which I think is a good thing. But I think this whole experience is, is really good for them in terms of what their expectation will, really will be in January when school starts. I think that's probably the greatest benefit to it. And the relationships and the comfort zone that they can create by being around you know, our team and our players. All right, Coach, that's all we got. Thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate you. All right, that's head coach Nick Saban yesterday at the Naylor Stone Media Room over on the Balmore Football Complex off Bryant Drive talking about the recruiting class and talking about some of the guys that he really likes, why he likes them, uh, the practice, uh, the, everything that's going on in practice. And, and look, he hit it in the last segment, or he hit it on the last question, talking about the importance of the guys, the early enrollees. The early enrollees right now are here for bowl practice. He said there's about 10 of them here, and it's very 
beneficial to them to be here early, to kind of learn the football side of things during this lull uh, where we are here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, if you don't live in Tuscaloosa, well, it, it, once, once a winter break happens, right around December 10, 15 or so, and then right around uh, Ju- uh, January 6, 7, 8, like that little three-week window, Tuscaloosa is a weird place. It's kind of a, it's kind of like, obviously the students aren't, aren't here, but it's a great time to come into Tuscaloosa and kind of learn, kind of, kind of, kind of assimilate, kind of, kind of uh, slowly work your way into the program. And these guys are, are doing just that. And I'm excited for them. I'm excited about Caleb Downs. I'm excited. Coach c- talked about, talked about uh, the beef up front and you've seen it with this class the five offensive linemen in Caden Proctor, Wilkin Formby uh, Wilkin Formby uh, Miles McVay and um and Olas Lennon, the, 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 those guys uh, bring bring in a lot of beef. I mean, pretty much all those guys are six six or, or bigger. Um, so so we love to get bigger up front. We know we've had struggles up in the, up in the trenches, and we know the struggles you had on the defensive line. We we talked about it with. Um, with one of our callers, uh, you know, you use Will Anderson out of position because because of your struggles on the defensive line. Where you bring in a guy like James Smith, you bring in a guy like Connor Osborne, uh, you bring in edge guys like Yonzi Pierre and Quay Russo. Like I, I, I think you've hit a lot of areas of need in this class, and, uh, and and Coach said it as well. This is a long process. They've been recruiting these guys for over a year at least, uh, in many cases. Uh, some of them a little longer, some a little less, but but, but a year or more trying to convince these guys to come to Alabama. And I know that there was drama all the way up to the last minute with some of these guys. Even a guy like uh, Tony Mitchell. Uh, we were kind of sitting around watching Tony Mitchell yesterday at Thompson. Uh, five-star uh, five safety corner defensive back type. Uh, he, he at the towards the tail end of it, he's been committed to Alabama for a while. He originally committed to Tennessee then flipped Alabama in the summer. Well, it sounded like he was going to go to Auburn. It sounded like Auburn was making some NIL moves and uh, he sounded like he was going to flip but, well, flip last minute. Alabama doubles down, kind of goes back in and redoubles its recruiting recruiting efforts and, and secures him. So there was drama in this class. This was a long process. And to end the process with 27 players signed, the number one recruiting class, and just hitting in pretty much virtually all of the positions of need, I think there's nothing to do but be, but be happy. And for the people who think that the dynasty's dead, Come on, like just look at this. As long as Coach Saban is recruiting, the dynasty's not going to be dead. Don't be foolish. You know, Coach touched on something in the press conference. I want to get your thoughts yeah. on Joe. Um, he touched on you know being able to go and have the in-home visits and meet their parents and establish those relationships better. Do you think that maybe that's why we've seen so many transfers in the last two classes? Is like, hey, maybe Coach couldn't figure out the kind of kid this guy was as well as he normally could in the past because of the COVID restrictions. One hundred percent, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because I want. I'm, I'm, I'm super glad you you you, you pulled that out there uh, because yes, you, we've talked about the last two classes. You had what nineteen transfer portals last year, and you had like fourteen to fifteen transfer portals the year prior. So you've lost like what forty guys in t- the last two classes combined. Uh, yeah, you're, you're damn right. Zoom recruiting. We're we're recruiting. Oh, mama's not on the Zoom right now. She's making dinner. Oh, but you know, daddy's at little brother's practice, so it's just me tonight coach or you know different aspects but 
Coach Saban's coming to town. Coach Saban's coming to the house. It's mama's going to be here. The dinner's already cooked. Daddy's going to be here. We're canceling little brother's, you know, play date with 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 with, with, with schoolmate. We, you I, know, I, I'm sorry, ain't you, Coach? But he's not going to be at practice because Nick Saban. Exactly, be exactly. Grandma's coming over to to make sure the cookies are made just right. You know that sort of, and, and the whole family gets to know Coach. And then what happens? Then what happens? Little Johnny says, "Mama." I'm not happy. I, I really don't want to. I, I don't want to keep playing here. I, I, I'm not getting any playing time. Coach is really hard on me. It, it, it's really hard. I think I can get more NIL money at, at transfer portal school X. I think I can get more playing time. And what happens, Mama? It says, "Well, you remember what that nice man said to us in our living room? You remember what he promised you uh, sitting around our coffee table?" And then, and then maybe, maybe Mama doesn't have the influence. Maybe it's not. Or well, then Daddy gets on the phone. Well, coach told me he was going to develop you. This is just part of being a man. X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And then grandma says, oh, he was just so nice and complimented my cookies. Why would you want to transfer? And, and, and the more and more people are in his ear. Oh, I remember how good he was to you. I remember, you know, our visit. Because vice versa. When, when the kids were visiting here in the last two years, it was just kid, mom, and dad. It was a bare bones, bare bones contingent. Now, so if you want to bring kids, mom and dad, aunts, uncles, we can we can make it happen uh, for your vi- for, for your visits. I think it's a huge thing to get back to in-person recruiting. I think it's a huge thing for evaluation. I mean, we think about the offensive line class of the Brocker Myers, J.C. Latham, uh, Terrence Ferguson. They were, they were billed as, oh, my gosh, this is the best offensive offensive line class of all time. Look how highly they're rated. Well, how well were they evaluated by the 24-7 sports people? How well were they evaluated by the on three? But the on three scouts and, and the rival scouts, I'm sure those guys do a great job. They work their tails off. They work their tails off at their at their at their professions, scouting and, and organizing and ranking and rating these players. But it's it's a lot harder to rank and rate them through your computer screen. A lot harder to rank and rate them through that, your TV. That screen. That would be a really interesting thing to get to ask Hank South about one of the times he's on this station. It's like, hey. You know, Coach touched on this difference in recruiting over the last two years. Did you notice that difference in the evaluation process? Did it make your job harder? I'm not saying that they out and out just, like, missed, but it, but it makes no, it difficult. But like, it, it changes things, and, and when things change, there's going to be some growing pains to adjusting to those changes. Absolutely, and I think that's a great point. And I think you're, you're seeing some of that uh, in this class now. Again, you're going to have to wait to see uh, how it develops and if these guys go into the portal in six months or, or, or 12 months. But I think that right now, all we can be is super happy and proud of Coach Saban and, and proud of his staff and proud of our program for, for being, you know, oh, you, you took all, we took all the hits of the dynasty dead and Tennessee's come for your head and uh, Georgia's the new floor, new Alabama and you'll never make the playoff. We, we, Nick we Saban. sat there and just took those body shots and, and, and we turned around and turned in a class that looks absolutely insane. So Nick Saban uh, took it a little personal is what it sounded like. So he hit the war path on the recruiting trail. Let's go ahead and take our break right here. We'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney getting into uh, his, his comments after his signing day press conference. All the coaches pretty much having a press conference re- recapping their signing days yesterday. So we'll talk about Dabo Sweeney, what he said uh, on Inside the Locker. I want to thank Yellowwood for sponsoring this second this first hour of the program. I want to thank Aiden for punching all the right buttons, keeping me on the on track and you want to invite you to jump in and join us on the Alabama one hotline at 205-342-9904 in the second hour we'll be wide open for phone calls on inside the locker room right here on tide 100.9 tide 100.9 traffic 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We got a wreck reported on 2059 westbound at exit 79. That's University Boulevard. Lane blockage and delays in the area. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you do see conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris coming up Thursday on the Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. We'll recap National Signing Day. Bama reels in a number one ranked class, plus we'll visit with Jeff Spiegel and more. That's all coming up on Thursday's edition of the Gary Harris Show, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Now, I would never suggest you rush into anything, especially when something as big as marriage is concerned. But, but if you're thinking about popping the question on Christmas morning, message asking you to verify your account and only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can... John Garcia, we're going to recap Alabama's number one signing class with plenty of Nick Saban audio on our final edition of the game prior to Christmas, all starting at 2 o'clock here on the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck reported on 2059 westbound at exit 79. That's University Boulevard. Lane blockage and delays in the area. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you do see conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris coming up Thursday on the Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. We'll recap National Signing Day. Bama reels in a number one ranked class, plus we'll visit with Jeff Spiegel and more. That's all coming up on Thursday's edition of the Gary Harris Show, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello. I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care. Protect themselves and others. Find out where you can get the COVID vaccine today at alabamaunites.com. Please get vaccinated. If you have symptoms, also get tested for COVID-19. Alabama Unites Against COVID. Sponsored by the ADPH, the ABA, and this station. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. 
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in inside the locker room on a beautiful Thursday morning. Hope you and yours are having a good week so far. Big thanks to everybody tuning in, giving us a listen today. Thanks to Aiden Dollins getting us going on the program. And Wimp and Barry Sanderson giving me a little extra time on the air today. I want to thank Andrew Kniffer for sponsoring the second hour of the program. Allstate Insurance over at Andrew Kniffer. He's Barry Sanderson's Allstate agent. You can uh, find anything, anything you need for insurance. Auto, home, life, condo, renters, motorcycle, business, ATV, whatever you need uh, insured. Andrew Kniffer can help you out. He's a big old sports fan. He's going to be easy to talk to. You can call him today at 205-722-9201 or visit him at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite Number 3 in Northport. Tell Andrew Kniffer that you heard on inside the locker room and uh, you're going to get you a great quote and uh, he's going to hook you up, save you some money on your insurance. We want to thank Andrew Kniffer for sponsoring the second hour of the program. First hour, we talked a lot about recruiting. We're going to keep that th- We're going to keep that train rolling just a little bit in the second hour. We're going to talk about Dabo Sweeney as well. I want to talk about an interesting tweet I just sent Aiden here in just a little bit. But first, of course, we're going to go out and honor the hotline at, on the Andrew Kniffer hotline at 205-342-9904 and find our friend Jumbo. Jumbo, who's your favorite recruit in the class so far jumbo is his line oh, on who's the, who's the there you go class so far? yeah who's your favorite prospect in the class oh wow i gotta say the offensive line yeah caden brought he is a monster six foot seven 330 pounds i i just gotta say the offensive line because i'm i was an offensive lineman and I, i'm just glad he went out and got some big boys and he got some he got some pretty big boys i'll tell you Heck yeah! It's six seven for Caden Proctor. I know. Uh, I know Wilkin Formby is six six. Uh, actually listed at six seven. I, I know that Miles McVeigh is six five. Olasa Lennon is six six. I mean, these guys are big, big guys. Nobody I want to be messing with. Um, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, but I hope he'll be able to see over these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's Eli Holstein, go ahead, Aiden. Tell him what. Tell him about what you like, because uh, Aiden's in love with Eli. Eli Holstein, oh, okay. big old 6'4", 222-pound kid. I can't remember the last time we had a pro pro pocket-style tall passer, just a Blake prototypical Barnett. kind of quarterback who, by the way, can run down the field if he wants Blake, to. Blake Barnett. I, okay, a good one. Okay, all right. A good, good one. Okay. Uh, well, listen, let, I didn't hear anything. Um, I know um, – our kicker's gone this year. Yes, sir. But I didn't hear anything about a kicker coming up or a ponder. Did he brought did he in a kicker? Like that? Yes, brought in a kicker. Aiden wrote about him. His name is Connor Talty. He's out of Chicago, and allegedly oh, he's, he's, that, he's go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I saw that yesterday on a a, a website. I forgot about if, that. If you okay. can kick in the Chicago wind off of Lake Michigan, <laughs> you can kick in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah, I think he hit a fifty-one yarder. 
That's his longest one in high school. I, I think so. I, I'm pretty. He had a, pr- a real good senior season. He only been kicking the last two years for St. Rita up in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, but he, you know how they do it. The kickers they all go to these specialized uh, Chris Saylor camps. They all go to these specialized yeah. kicking camps, and that's how they get discovered. And so uh, I, I, I feel confident if uh, if this is the guy that Coach Saban found, and this is the one he wants to replace Will Riker. I mean, golly, you can't replace those are. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, you got to admit, Will, um, with with our kicking history Shoot. in the past, he did a, he did a fantastic job yes. since he's been here. Um, who, 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 and, and who's, if I'm right, who's um, harder who's harder to replace? Uh, with Jumbo, Will Riker with Connor Talty, Bryce Young with whatever quarterback that you're going to bring in, or Will Anderson with whatever edge rusher. I kind of think Will well, Riker just because his his skill is yeah. so so specialized. Yeah, not only that, Bryce um, Bryce's been pretty much running for his life the last two years, and <laughs> yes. so the offensive, you know, because the offensive line now now if Bryce had had an offensive line like Mac Jones had, um, good lord, could you think of the records he would have set and all the yardage he would have had? I Amen. mean, golly. Amen. Amen. That twenty twenty line great. was in, was insane. That twenty twenty line um, made, made us made us proud. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Um, what about a punter? Anything on a punter? Didn't get a punter in the class. No punters in the class. So you're probably looking at is Burnup has another year, um, and I know that he's not been hasn't been all world, but he's been okay. He's been serviceable. Uh, I think Burnup has another year, and then of course you got your transfer portal if you want to uh, make yeah, use of that. Yeah. Well, he um, he averaged 40, 40 to forty five yards a kick, I think, which which is not bad. But you know, there are some guys out there that's got a leg and can put it in it. But um, I'd I'd like to see a good good punter come back in. We haven't had one in a while. Absolutely, so, not since old J.K. Scott. J.K. was booming them, baby. Yep, yep. Scott was a good one. He sure was. Um, Jumbo, you got your Christmas uh, list taken care of. Oh yeah, it's all done. Look, uh, he's responsible, Aiden. He's already got everything done. Oh yeah, we're we're done. We just uh, we have a little party out here today, and at the hospital, that's taken care of. And then um, the wife and I are going to her cousins in Malville, and we're gonna go over there and do a little uh, secret Santa thing. So there you it's, go. Uh, there you go. We got plenty of food. Plenty of food lined up. And you know me. If you've ever seen me, you know I like to eat. <laughs> hey, but. nothing wrong with that. Drink me a glass of apple cider, and we'll be good. Uh, I'll probably have uh, a <laughs> eggnog with some rum in it. Uh, you know. Ain't so. nothing wrong with that. Jumbo, man, I appreciate the call. I hope you have a great Christmas, my friend. All right, let me say this yeah, to everybody ahead. out there. Y'all y'all be safe during this weather because it, it may get a little rough. Yes. Um, just take your time. Don't rush. When you get in a hurry in this kind of weather, something's going to happen. But I want all the Alabama fans out there and even the older fans uh, <laughs> to have a great Christmas. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year, and uh, let's make 2023 uh, a national championship year for us. Amen, Jumbo. Man, thank you so much for everything no you do for the program. Always calling in, always being listening. We always appreciate Jumbo. Call he call he listens at all the programs and always participates. And I know some people like like some people maybe feel like Tom sometimes like I'm sorry I call so much. Don't apologize. We love all the interaction, all the regular callers, all the regular listeners. We are very thankful for you. 
All right, let me make it clear. We're going into New Year. Uh, we just wrapped up Thanksgiving. I'm about to head into Christmas. I'm very thankful for all the listeners um, who regularly participate. I'm, I'm thankful for the listeners who don't uh, who aren't participating. Also, of course, but uh, you guys make your presence known. You make us feel really good about what we do. I know we're sometimes amateur hour here uh, behind the microphone talking about Alabama football and that that sort of thing. But we really, really appreciate you guys. Um, we wouldn't be doing this without you. Our sponsors. Yes, we're hitting our sponsors each and every segment trying to talk about them and uh, solic- hoping that you will solicit their business. But golly, we would not be here without you, without the listeners, without the readers. I know we get a lot of people reading online, Tide109.com. We put a profile out on all the recruits that were signed yesterday, and uh, we've gotten pretty positive feedback from that. Um, and so, so we just we, we appreciate you guys so much. And I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. So uh, before I go ahead and uh, take this segment off the rails, we're going to go to break, and we'll come back. Uh, we'll kind of put this back on the tracks talking about Dabo Sweeney. We're going to hear Dabo Sweeney uh, reacting to name, image, and likeness uh, in the next segment. And then we'll talk about uh, a, a prospect going to West Virginia and uh, just all kinds of other little topics that we've got going on here on the last day that we're live before Christmas on Inside the Locker Room. This is Todd 100.9. We'll be back with more right, right, right after this. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. A dangerously Will you double check these breaks in this 8 o'clock? Central Alabama late tonight, bringing temperatures in the single digits and teens. Wind chills as low as zero to 15 below are expected due to sustained 20 mile per hour and greater winds. This severe cold snap expected to last into Monday. Be sure to keep people, pets, plants, and pipes safe. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. On Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck reported on 2059 westbound at exit 79. That's University Boulevard. Lane blockage and delays in the area. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you do see conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they got to go. Go see them, Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. At Academy Sports and Outdoors, get a free University of Alabama backpack when you spend 50 or more on officially licensed Bama gear. This offer is exclusive to the Tuscaloosa store at... Several coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking... Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy today, the chance of some light rain by late afternoon in the high 58. Windy and much colder tonight, the chance of a few snow flurries, the low at 12. The wind chill index going below zero after midnight. Tomorrow, cold and windy, the high 24. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
bite to eat and he's rolling. Welcome back in inside the locker room. Tide 100.9. Want to say a big thanks to Andrew Knifer for sponsoring the program today. Get by and see him for all your insurance needs. You want to, he'll give you a quote for your life, home, and auto insurance. I always appreciate Andrew Knipper being a part of the show. Uh, let's see. what What's the next thing on our docket here? Well, will you go ahead and just play it? We'll, we'll get to Tom right here on the Andrew Knipper hotline. But will you go ahead and play this Dabo Sweeney sound so we can kind of set this up? D- Dabo Sweeney. I mean, we, we, we love you, Dabo. 92 national champion. You know, gave to the program, walk on, turn scholarship player, graduate assistant, you know. Supreme tool. Son, no, son, a native son, a native son, Dabo. And and, and really, you know, I struggle because I I like him so much in in some areas and I hate him so much in other areas. And this is, this is right where it convolutes for me. This is right where it mixes. Right before I saw this, like right before Hardy Graham sent this to me, like 12 minutes before, I had just sent him a message that said, good for Paul Tyson if he wants to be a GA. Dabo's a great coach. I have a lot of respect from great dude to learn from. And then like 12 minutes later, I see this. I'm like, never mind. Exactly. As far as I'm going to run a program and I'm going to run it the right way. I'm going to be above board. All my kids are going to go to class. We're going to practice hard. We're going to play hard. We're going to be mostly prepared for every game. It seems like the Clemson has been prepared for the last eight years for all their games. You know, love all that. Love all that. But you get this cringe moment. And, and trust me, look, I'm going to church every Sunday. Love God. I want, if, if you want to talk about God and you want, to be, you want to talk about Christianity, you can call me anytime you want to. Call a station and we can talk about it. Great. But it's just time and place. Time and place is, is, is so crucial when you want, in my opinion, uh, and like, I am not like professional evangelicalism, like go out there and solicit uh, for the cause of, for Christ. And I wish I were, but like, I feel like this is a time and place kind of a discussion. And when you, after you hear this, you're going to hear, you're going to hear Dabo Sweeney, but it's kind of like, are you, are you turning more people off than you're turning more people on? It's also what position are you in? Cause if you're Jamie Chadwell and you're the coach of Liberty, a Christian institution, it's one thing. Sure. If you're Dabo Sweeney, the coach at a public institution of education, I think it's a little dicier, but no, that, that might be a different. That might be a discussion that I'm going to disagree with you on. Uh, but and, and that's fine to have that perspective. Uh, I just think that you're trying to. I, I, I don't know. Play the clip. Play the clip. And this is Debus when you talk about nil. Thinking through it, and I honestly, I mean, for me, we we built this program on nil. We really did, and and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We we built this program. Uh, in God's name, image, and likeness. And that's how I look at it. So thinking through. All right, Dabo. And, and it's great because, you know what, we all represent God. And, we, you know, you basically, New Testament basically says do all, do all the things that you do uh, for the glory of God. And I'm trying my best to do a good radio program for God's glory. Great. I hope that he is uh, happy with me. And, and and But, like, I don't know. I just don't know that that's the time and place for Dabo. I mean, NIL is here to stay, and Dabo, you, you're either going to get with it or you're going to get you're left behind. You look at this Clemson recruiting class, and you see you finish 13th. Um, not the best, not what you wanted if you're a Clemson Tiger. Uh, you're losing DJ Uyunglele, but you but you got Cade Klubnik, and, and he looks a lot better. You got Paul Tyson coming in as a, as a fourth-string quarterback slash future graduate assistant. You didn't have a terrible recruiting class. You obviously went out and got Peter Woods right out from under Nick Saban's nose. So, like, you are bringing in players, but I just wonder – 
I just wonder how his message is selling um, consistently to the top end recruits. And, and, and if you're not buying into NIL, name, image, and likeness, I think you're going to get left behind in the college football world. Tom, what do you think, man? Welcome in inside the locker room. Joe, Aiden, what? what? I, I don't even believe I'm here in this conversation. You, you're hearing I mean, it. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's dissect here. Give it to me. Uh, radio, talk radio is uh, uh, thriving in, in this country because we have this little thing called freedom of speech, right? Perfect. And, and uh, Dabo, I mean, uh, I, I agree with you. He gets cringy for me as well. But at the same time, you know, if he wants to come out and appeal to that particular type of athlete that is a uh, – is a God-based uh, life uh, looking to play football and all like that. Uh, it's freedom of speech, my friend. And uh, and, and if you uh, if you don't like listening to it, you know he's going to come out with something that is cringe-worthy. I think that's your point. Uh, uh, don't listen to Dabo. And uh, but uh, if he, if you if that sort of life appeals to you, then you're encouraged to hear somebody make a stand on something that they believe in. And uh, and there's a lot of athletes that are faith-based type uh, individuals that uh, that would appeal to and go to. And so why can't he appeal to that segment of society with his uh, take without being criticized for it? You had, uh, you had the opportunity to not listen. Uh, uh, and that's a right just like uh, his right to speak. So... Uh, I, I don't think we ought to criticize him, but I, I want to bring this up about Dabo. Uh, the fact that he accepted Paul Tyson uh, to come in, I, is he not coming in as a player? He's coming in as GA? Is he's coming in said? as a player. He's coming in as a player. But, but he's the, looking at GA. Yes, that's the that's the that's what's kind of been out there, is that he's coming in as a player. He's going to back up Kate Klubnick, play probably, or be on scholarship his final year of eligibility, and then transition into graduate assistant. You know, Paul. I think he's great about. Yeah, well, I agree with you. I, I think he's a, a, a fine young man, and I, I think that's uh, honorable uh, to do that. And I, I, I admire uh, uh, Dabo for having enough love of uh, of what Paul Tyson stands for. You can't. You, Paul can't get around that, mm-hmm. and none of us can get around the fact that he is uh, Coach Bryant's uh, great grandson, and. Uh, and and that that's a big deal to us that love Coach Bryant and, and see uh, Dabo as well. So uh, I think that's outstanding uh, that he's he's laid his plan out there. Who knows? He may be at Alabama one day, and uh, uh, wouldn't that be something? But uh, at any rate, uh, yeah. But the thing about it, uh, the fact that Dabo accepts Paul coming in. It, I think it, it reflects his love for Alabama. Mm-hmm. Do you do you read that? Yes, I absolutely do. I think it, I think there's a lot of uh, family ties there between Dabo Sweeney's family and, and and Paul Tyson's family, and I think that um, a, a lot of obviously it's, it goes back to the University of Alabama, and I think it goes back right. to respecting the University of Alabama, yeah. respecting that time, uh, respecting Paul Junior. Um, and, and I exactly, Tommy. I think you, you nailed it. I think the family connections going back to the early '90s uh, really facilitated. Facilitated this move for Paul Tyson, and I think it's going to. I think it's a great move for Paul Tyson. You're not 
not going to play. You're probably not an NFL quarterback. Transition to the next phase of your life. Go go go. Be a Power Five program. Hell, Clemson might be back in a playoff next year, and Paul Tyson might be might be an ACC champion, and then roll into uh, roll into a coaching career. Well, yeah, you know, and, and another thing, uh, it looks like that Paul loves football to the point that where he wants to make that his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when you when you say that, you know, I want to enter into the 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 process of being a GA and you know see where that will take me. So uh, you you got to believe that he loves football enough to make that uh, the decision. It's kind of like the guy that's the head coach at. Uh, 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 Atlanta Falcons, you know, his dad owns FedEx, and his aunt uh, is, is prominent in the business over in Memphis with FedEx, right? Uh, the Smith family. Okay, yeah. And, you, you know, and and he could have grew up and said, "I want to be a pilot. I want to fly a 767." But you know, he said, "I want to go and I want to and be involved in football." So Paul's got plenty of opportunities, but I, I admire him for choosing football as a career. Tom, before, I, I absolutely echo those sentiments. I feel like you're about to, at the at the end of your uh, string here. I want to get your opinion on something, if you don't mind. Sure. Have you heard of a guy named Tory Johnson Sr.? No. All right, Tory Johnson Sr. Uh, played at West Virginia. Uh, played at West Virginia in the early 2000s. How would you feel? And he, he has a son, Tory Johnson Jr., uh, just committed to, just signed with West Virginia. All right, so great. Fa- like father, like son. How'd you, what's your reaction to father putting this tweet out? Uh, he's got a picture of himself in the, in, from West Virginia and the son now at West Virginia who's in, 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 the, in, the, in the Mountaineer uniform. And the father's tweet goes as follows, Tom. I want to get your reaction. From being in your mother's womb on West Virginia University campus 17 years ago, now you're about to be enrolled as a student athlete at the same place you were conceived, at Tory Johnson Jr. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's too much information for me. I mean, uh, let's give the ball to the embryo. God. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think you think his new teammates are gonna give him some help for that? I, I tell you what, if they do, they ain't got a hair on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that screenshot Dad. of that tweet is gonna be taped to his locker room on his first oh, day. Of camp. <laughs> I'd say, Dad, why you gotta put it out there like that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, is that what you gotta do? I, I mean. Go ahead and call me a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to put it out there? It's like I'm about to play on campus, the same place where you, oh, where man. you and mom uh, got a little busy. <laughs> I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that would. Uh, I I don't know. I think that would put a little cloud over my signing day. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have liked that at all. But. Uh... <laughs> West Virginia, Mama, take me home. Guys, I love y'all. Love the show. And, uh, oh, I love you, Tom, too. I hope y'all have a good holiday. Thanks so much. That's Tom on the hotline. We appreciate him hanging out with us. All our regular callers. West Virginia, take me home, Aiden. We'll get back into the next segment. Keep things rolling on Inside the Locker Room. This is Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. 27 class of 2023 prospects officially signed with the Crimson Tide on Wednesday. Former Alabama quarterback Paul Tyson is transferring to Clemson. The Alabama men's basketball team beat Jackson State 84-64 to to secure its 10th win on the season. 
This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy today, the chance of some light rain by late afternoon, the high 58. Windy and much colder tonight, the chance of a few snow flurries, the low at 12. The wind chill index going below zero after midnight. Tomorrow, cold and windy, the high 24. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. I hear her voice in the morning hours. She calls me. Get it inside the locker room. Beautiful Thursday morning, Thursday before Christmas. We keep things rolling by telling you this segment is brought to you by our friends at Wayne's Pest Control. Serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They'll also keep your lawn lush and healthy. Give them a call today at 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service. That's 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest pest service. I want to thank Tom and Jumbo for jumping in and joining us on the Andrew Kennifer Hotline at 205-342-9904. If you want to react to any of the recruiting day news from yesterday, you're welcome to do that. You want to spin it to a different topic, you're welcome to do that also. I want to keep it rolling on recruiting, and I want to talk about Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher yesterday met with the media. All the coaches pretty much met with the media yesterday. Breaking news. They all kind of said, hey, here's the goodies we got for our college football Christmas. And everybody looked and saw that Nick Saban's goodies were better than everybody else's goodies. But Jimbo Fish, you're talking about talking yesterday in a press conference. What, what, what is this? Let me let me read it verbatim because I don't like uh, making anything making anything paraphrased. I want to have everything correct. Okay, uh, Jimbo Fisher. I knew every, eventually there would be pay for play, but I didn't know it, it would be nil like it came about. The problem with all of it is that there's no consistency and rules. And then when you get into the transfer portal, there's so much tampering going on. It's utterly ridiculous. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We are only in college football. 
I heard UTSA coach Jeff T- Trailer the other day say that everybody was robbing their players and taking their players. I mean, this is not good for college football as far as how it's done. I'm not saying being able to transfer is bad. I'm not saying being able, to, being able to pay players is bad. But the current status of the rules and the way it's done and how it's done, it's ridiculous. It's here. Everybody has the same issues and the same problems. Jimbo Fisher crying about tampering. Jimbo, 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 Jimbo. Come on, man. This is college football. This is the way it's working. And 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 you like He's the king of it. Like, here's the deal, Dane. You ever been in a relationship and your girl says, I think you're cheating on me. Oh yeah. And you're like, I'm not cheating on you. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being fine, faithful, normal, right? right? Everything's right. What, what are you talking about? Usually, uh usually that's a, de- a deflection method used to say, I think you're cheating on me when really they are the ones cheating. I wonder and I think that Jimbo Fisher uh, piggybacked off of UTSA's coach Jeff Trailer, cry uh, rightfully so, because I met, uh, UTSA had a good season. UTSA had a good year, and I imagine a lot of Power 5 programs are like, that player's good, that player's good, I'll take him, I'll take him. And so they're picking his program apart uh, right now in, in, in the tampering area. And you know who probably is culprit number one? Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher looking for a quarterback, desperate for a quarterback. Where can I find a quarterback that Bro's I can been pay? through quarterbacks like they're gallons of gas. E- exactly. Where can I find a quarterback? And I'm sure that he's all over the map. And like you're going to sit there and basically be white knight for Texas San Antonio's coach. That doesn't. I'm sorry. That doesn't line up with anything I know about Jimbo Fisher's character. And I'm not going to be sitting here and say I'm not going to do the Drudy Armand dirt neck Fisher. You know. But I don't think that Jimbo Fisher has a very. I don't think he's a very upstanding gentleman. Um. And and so for him to come out and cry, it's rich, is what it is. It's rich. Come out and say, oh, all this tamper, it's ridiculous. How we? we, we, What are they going to do? People calling my program, calling my players. And, And he's experiencing it deeply because of the class that he brought in last year. Hello, bring in the number one recruiting class, consequences come. You either have to develop and rec- and produce with that class, or they leave. Or they're looking for other greener greener pastures. I'm sorry, you didn't really develop or produce with this class this year. What are they? Seven and five? Uh, six, uh, no, they were four and they were four and something. They didn't go, go to a bowl game. They're four and six, aren't they? Four, four and eight. Aiden's getting it exactly. All I know is that they lost to Bama. They lost to Bama. They lost to other other games they shouldn't have lost. I'm paying attention to the Alabama schedule. He was. They, they missed the bowl game though. They were. They were they, I remember they were the first. They were the first uh, preseason like top five team to miss miss uh, bowl eligibility in like hundreds of years or something something wild like that. Jimbo, you got your own things to worry about. And like, I'm sorry. You brought you, you you bought your recruiting class, and it sounded like I mean we we heard from Barry what three four weeks ago that a lot of these recruits weren't getting uh, weren't getting what they were promised. Um, I know Barry has a little bit of connections with a couple of their recruits' families, and so it sounded like unfulfilled promises are leading kids into the transfer portal. Um, and, and, and so, come on, uh, Jimbo, you got to make one, make sure that you're fulfilling your promises to your guys. If you promised them a hundred thousand, you got to pay them a hundred thousand. If you promised them ten bucks, you got to pay them ten bucks. You promised them a car, go get them a car. Whatever you promised, fulfill your promise. And if you promise them a national championship, you better not go five and seven. Oh. Oh, you miss a bowl game and you're looking for a national championship. Like, that's a huge fall. Like, you look at Alabama's season. Oh, such a failure. Like, we, you fell from national champion expectations to, oh, you're going to a New Year's Six. You're going to, to, to the Sugar Bowl. Like, it's not that big a failure. Compa- compared to, to, to Texas A&M, Jumbo, you, you, you fell mega. You, you, you majorly failed. You got an F-minus. 
And you're going to sit here and talk about players t- uh, tampering and, and programs tampering with your players and how the NCAA has got to come in here and do something about it. Look, the NCAA is toothless. The NCAA is powerless. Why do, we, uh, why do we trust the NCAA to do anything? I don't trust them to do anything. They pick and choose who they want to go after and when they want to go after them, and they basically make that decision based on when it's financially, uh, financially advantageous for them a- as an organization. So I don't know. I don't. I think it's about time that uh, college football breaks away from the NCAA. And really, uh, I, I think it's about time that Gary Harris's idea of breaking all of college athletics away from the university system uh, kind of kind of gets implemented. Uh, because these college athletics, especially here at high level universities, Texas A&M's, Alabama's, your Florida's, your Georgia's, these univer- these athletic programs are operating separately from the univer- from, from the uh, academic institutions. And so we just need to separate them. Give them different rules and say, hey, you, you know, you go to school, you go to you go to class, you go to you going to be an athlete, you know, different rules for different things. I, I think I think it's time to kind of make that jump, to, uh, especially on the college football side, but really on the on the college athletic side. Yeah, but Get programs that lose to App State aren't allowed to be part of that jump. <laughs> they got to stay. They're going to be the only ones. <laughs> oh, Jimbo. You, you can't be losing to teams that don't believe in defense. Oh, and want to play by a different set of rules. They lost to State, didn't team. they? Mississippi State, didn't they? They got crushed by Mike Leach and Mississippi State, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, 42 to 24. Yeah, Pirate uh, got you on that one. They had a six-game losing streak from the start of October to you until th- their game against You think Cuba. coaches were calling their players during that six-game losing streak? You think Jimbo was getting upset about that? I don't think anybody wanted his players <laughs> during the six-game losing streak. I want that receiver. I'll take that that, that, that big-time receiver who torched us for 100 yards. Yeah. He, he was pretty nice. A big, big body, hey, hey, big body guy. Stewart? Yes, yes, thank yeah, you. Thank that you. one. Big body guy. I'll take Devin a chain. No, we got plenty of running backs. We don't, yeah. we, 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 we're rich at running backs. Justice Haynes and Richard Young are going to be Wealthy. They're, they're going to be ridiculous. Wealthy. Very wealthy. Yes, we are. All right, we're going to hit our break right here. When we come back, I think this is third or fourth segment for coming up. I don't know. We're coming back, and I'm pretty sure we're closing on the program. We gotta get, we gotta make everything uh, nice and pretty. Gotta clean up for Gary Harris and uh, set things up for the Gary Harris show. He just tweeted his lineup. He's got a huge show on tap. He's gonna do D. Orlando Ledbetter with the Falcons report. He's gonna do Casey Smith, who he's missed all week long, and he's going to do Jeff Spiegel at 10:30. So big, big, big show on the Gary Harris show coming up. I'm taking the two-hour break. I'll be back with Cup of Joe. But first, we gotta come back and close down inside the locker room. This is Tide 100.9. Crimson Tide today is brought to you by. Tuscaloosa Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Earlier this week, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young met with the media as the Crimson Tide prepares for the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Uh, it was just I wanted to finish with, with my teammates uh, this season. Um, again, there's been a lot of work, a lot of um, you know, a, a lot that's gone into this year, and um, I just get another chance to play with my brothers. That's really how I look at it. This is a, a great opportunity for 
for us as a team, uh, for me, um, you know, for all of us. And, um, you know, we've, we've all had each other's backs all year. Um, it's been about accountability, about uh, making sure that we're, we're, we're holding ourselves to our standard. And um, that's words that we all live by, that, that I live by. Um, so for me, um, you know, it was easy. I just wanted to, um, you know, it's another opportunity to go out there and play with, play with my brother. So, um, again, I'm, I'm grateful for the chance we have, for the opportunity we all have, um, individuals and as a team. Um, you know, this is a huge opportunity. I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Join us today for Alabama women's basketball against North Florida. Tip-off from Coleman Coliseum is set for noon, and we'll have full coverage across our radio network, Varsity Network app, and the courtside cam on all CTSN social media channels. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we got a disabled vehicle on 69 North at the McFarland intersection beside the Taco Bell. Just use caution there. McFarland slow between 69 and 43. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get a super deal for Christmas from Towns and Nissan. They'll say, ho, 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 they gotta go. Go see them, Towns and Nissan. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Tax refund advanced loans at Jackson Hewitt, up to 4500 bucks. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December. and 100.9. If we make it through December... Everything's gonna be alright, I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California. We had a fun day today. Hopefully, uh, you have found it fun it on your end of the uh, on, on your end of the radio. I've had it, I found it fun on my end of the radio. Big thanks to Aiden Dollins hooking us up today. Tom Jumbo. We took Joe earlier. Golly, we took Bryce earlier as well. Two hours flying by. We took a lot of callers. We got a little bit of time left. If you want to sneak in here at 205-342-9904 on the hotline, on the Andrew Kniffer hotline, we're going to uh, close down the segment, make way for the Gary Harris Show. We'll be back on Cup of Joe at 11. It's Thursday, right? So here's, here's a lot of 11, uh, 12 o'clock, Big Noon Sports, 2 o'clock, Ryan Fowler on the game. We won't do Tide tonight at 6. We'll do Stingray at 7. No. We'll, yeah, we'll do Stingray at no, 7. Yeah, Stingray at 7. And Am I stupid? What's that? Am I stupid? Oh, I thought he said there was no Stingray. No, there is. There is. There is. There is. That, was all, that was on Tuesday. That was on Tuesday. There was no Stingray. Oh, my um, And then we'll have Trent Richardson, TR3, The Ropes, uh, 8 o'clock. And then uh, Chuck Oliver, 10 o'clock. Shut it on down. Uh, we'll be live all the way till midnight right here on Tide 109. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl real quick uh, before we close it down. 
Alabama, uh, the 14, 11 players, depends on kind of how you're, how you're judging this. Uh, Alabama with several Pro Bowlies. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Quentin Williams, C.J. Mosley, Pat Sertan, Marlon Humphrey, Minka Fitzpatrick, all on the AFC side of things. The NFC side of things, Jalen Hurts, Landon Dickerson, Jonathan Allen, and Trayvon Diggs. There we go. Congratulations for all of those men for great seasons that they're having. Uh, I think it's awesome for Pat Sertan to get that kind of respect out of the AFC, even though the Broncos had a terrible, terrible season. Pat Sertain, second-year player, um, are already being that dude, already being that cover corner right there in the, right there in the league, top one, top, top, top five corners in the league. Big, big leader on a defense who has put up performances wherein if their offense had managed to score 18 points per game, they would have only lost three games. Yeah, so the, the, the Broncos' defense was not the problem this year, and Pat Sertain was a part of that uh, good effort. Now, what, what I want to get into here is where the hell is Tua Tungabailoa? What, what happened? What happened to Tua? Tua led the fan voting. All the, the fan voting opened like a month ago, and it closed earlier in this week. Led the fan voting by a mile. Now, problem, the fan voting is only a one-third of the formula. Uh, one-third of the formula, and the pr- other secondary problem is Tua Tungvaloa plays in the AFC, which has a ton of good quarterbacks. Uh, the AFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks were Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. You putting you, you putting Tua Tungvaloa in the Pro Bowl over any of those three? No, and additionally, while the fan voting was happening was when he was struggling more than at any other point in the season. Like this, this has not been a good three or four game stretch for him, while people were voting for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. But like, but you're seeing a lot of outrage from the Alabama side of things. Where's Tua having a great year? Why is Tua not there? Let me just tell you, Pat Sertain is going to get opt or not Pat, Patrick Mahomes. Pat and Pat getting me confused. Patrick Mahomes is going to uh, be in a Super Bowl and probably be opting out of that Pro Bowl, and Tua will be your replacement. Uh, I'm not putting him in uh, over Pat Mahomes. I'm not putting him in over Josh Allen. I'm not putting him in over Joe Burrow. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, I think that all three of those those quarterbacks are better than Tua. Now, has Tua taken leaps and bounds? Oh, gosh, yes, and he's been a lot of fun to watch. But a lot of fun to watch doesn't mean that he's the top three quarterback in the AFC. He mean, It just means he's been a lot of fun to watch. It means that he went from being, oh, gosh, is he a starter to, oh, he's a, he's a real quarterback. We can watch this guy play. Um, and obviously, it helps getting the weapons that they got. It helps getting the, uh, getting the coach that they got, getting the offensive scheme that they got. All those things help. But you got to give credit to Tua for accepting uh, accepting that new scheme and and. and Really, um, doing uh, putting the work in with Tyreek Hill, putting the work in with uh, with Kaseki and, and, and Jalen Waddle, and the and the new offensive line, new running backs. It's a lot of work to, to integrate all these new pieces into an offense. And the Dolphins have had a really successful season, really, uh, especially by Dolphin stand standards. Uh, I, I think the, I think the Dolphins are sitting right there, looking at a playoff spot, staring it dead in the face. Probably not going to be catching the Bills at this point, but uh, you're right there in the mix. What's that? okay? So uh, wild cards, eight and six, eight and six. Nine and five. Okay, so they are they're tied with uh, they're tied with the Chargers. Ooh, that loss hurts them bad. They're tied with the Chargers for that second wild card spot, and that means that loss that they suffered what two weeks ago to the Chargers. That's pain. That's major pain. The, the, they lost that. They're out of that tiebreaker. Um, so I don't have a problem with not putting two in the Pro Bowl. I don't. Uh, I think that the Pro Bowl is an absolute joke, anyways, and, uh, be, largely because of how many how many players opt out of it, how many players choose not to go, and then of course. You get players in the Pro Bowl who are Super Bowl participants who get opted out. And so you get a lot of replacements. I mean, 
don't sit here and talk about Pro Bowls being the be-all, end-all. This player had nine Pro Bowls. This player had 15 Pro Bowls. It just means they're popular. I mean, good. They're obviously good as well, but popular popularity is a major factor uh, for for the Pro Bowl. I'm not that upset that Tua didn't get in. Uh, what we what we ought to see we ought to see if Tua makes all pro. That's really like your for merit. Your reward for merit. You take the fan voting out of it, um, and it, and it's really writers and constituents. He's not going to make all pro. Um, no, he's not even really going to be on the bubble either. Because there's because there's first team all pro, second team all pro, and and sorry. That's going to go to Mahomes with 4,000 passing yards. I mean, th- here, here he is. Here is. Uh, AFC quarterbacks, one, two, three, four, five, six. He's seventh in, in the AFC in passing yards. Seventh uh, with 3,238 yards. 3,238 uh, passing yards. Let's see. Uh, touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. Uh, we're loading touchdowns. He's one, two, three, da, 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 four. He's fifth in the AFC in passing touchdowns. So, so he's not quite he's not quite there yet in that Pro Bowl, all pro level. Now, he's taken a huge step to get there. He's taken a massive step to get there, and I am super proud of him. And honestly, he's been the most fun to watch out of any. I know Jalen Hurts leading the Eagles, but I love watching the Dolphins offense a little bit more. Uh, he's been more fun because to watch. Because of Mike McDaniel, right? I mean, that dude's just easy to root for. Yeah, McDaniel, McDaniel gives me a little bit of, uh, a little bit of Matt Nagy vibes. Don't do that to him. He does. Don't do that. He, to him. He, um, I'm the, I'm the mad genius. I'm the former offensive coordinator from a great offensive system. Kyle Shanahan versus um, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Thank you very much. I'm seeing that mustache. Uh, Tal- and, yeah. And Andy Reid. I'm the offensive coordinator who calls the plays. Mad Nagy. Mike McDaniels. I'm the mad genius. I know more than you do. You know, Mike McDaniel always getting in the media rooms, messing around, clowning with the media. Matt Nagy, be you, be yourself. We're going to do all these cutesy plays. And, you know, that first year of Matt Nagy, NFL coach of the year, number two overall seed for the Bears. I think they were 11 and four. 11 and 5, uh, 12 and 12 and 4. I think they were 12 and 4. Uh, so, and, and, and then double doinked and you're out. And then Matt Nagy fall, falls apart. Ooh, is Mike McDaniel, I mean, good first year? You got to keep it, you got to, like, sometimes that gimmicky stuff wears off on you. And, sometimes. And, and, for, and for, for Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears, they absolutely, it absolutely did uh, fast, really fast. Well, the trouble is, it's so hard to stay happy in this cold, dismal, concrete wasteland that we know is Chicago up on Lake Michigan. It's easy to lose the love when you lose a game and then have to sit through the months of the harsh winter. You lose a game in the play. You exit early from the playoffs in Miami. You go sit on the beach, drink rum and smoke a joint and you move on with your life. Yeah, and that's how that that's how you become complacent. That's how you become not that's how you don't get in your head, man. Okay, I guess. That's how you reload, man. We'll see. I just I think that Mike McDaniel just gives me vibes of fool's gold. Gives me gives me vibes of of uh, you know, shock and all and then everybody's going to kind of catch up to him. Jury's certainly out on him, but I I I'm a believer. Well, we'll find out in I, I it's been a good first year. It's been a good for and, and, and you know, you got to give him credit for having a good first year. 8 and 5 so far. Uh and obviously Matt Nagy was good in his first year as well, but he kind of just reminds me of that uh, little I'm smarter than you are kind of guy. And it's working for him so far and it's working for Tua so far. Um I'm very encouraged by the progress that Tua has made. Um I'm not upset that he didn't didn't make the Pro Bowl. He's right there on the outside looking in. And honestly, he will probably be in the Pro Bowl once one of these players opts out Mahomes 
or Josh Allen once they make the Super Bowl they'll probably uh, they'll obviously opt out and uh, Tua will be right there on the uh, next man up list and and once again the Pro Bowl is a meaningless it's just a it's just a, um, an exhibition it's just a it's just a basically a, they need to turn it into a skills showcase and not play the game it's literally a flag football game they, they ought to just put, turn it into a skills sh- skills showcase and not even have them suited up for any sort of a game nobody watched know. the skills showcase when they did it either but it's better than the game I, I watched it more more than the game because I, I, I do mean, not care about I do not give a bleep about the Pro Bowl about watching the AFC versus the NFC play game I think the last good Pro Bowl I watched was like 2005 I cannot even tell you the last time I gave a Pro Bowl more than five minutes of my life and so I'm not I'm not upset that Tua didn't make it. Uh, he he'll be right there on the outside again, and uh, Mahomes will uh, Mahomes or Allen will you know will opt out and he'll get he'll get in and you'll get to see your boy Tua uh, passing it to uh, to J- Ooh, did Jalen Waddle make it? Uh, I didn't see that on the list. Was, was Waddle on that list? Uh, no, he didn't make it either. Where, what the heck? Where, all right, I'm turning this. Did to any pieces of this elite Dolphins offense make it? Well, I'm only looking Tyree at Hill. I'm only looking at Alabama names on on this list here. Waddle is uh oh okay 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 he's further down than I uh, than I imagined in receiving yards. I thought he was right there at the top. Uh, he is. He's not even on that first page. And oh no, there he is. He's well oh, good. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's seventh in the league in receiving yards, and that's how many AFC guys are ahead of him. Uh, Hill, Diggs. And Adams, Hill, Diggs, and Adams are are, are ahead of him. He's the fourth receiver in yards uh, in the AFC. Snub. That's a bigger snub than Tua. Substantially. Deron Payne, also a substantial snub. To not even be named an alternate. I understand John Allen and Aaron Donald are DTs from the NFC, but like not even be named an alternate? Well, we're going to get out of here for the day. That's going to do it. We, we survived two hours when, when, when Barry Sanderson on Christmas break, and you're going to get some real sports talk with Gary Harris coming up next. Stay tuned. The Gary Harris Show coming up next on Tide 109. I want to say a big thanks to Yellowwood for sponsoring the two hours and Andrew Kniffer Allstate Insurance. Uh, make sure you call Andrew Kniffer. Get yourself a quote today. We'll be back with you in about two hours for Cup of Joe. Gary Harris with a big old show wearing your Jean Stallings jacket. Just staying warm. Hope everybody stays warm and dry out there. Gary Harris coming up next on Tide 100.9. on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.